It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched with a touch of humor, a dash of sarcasm, and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. You can listen to Morbid early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now ad-free on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus. Things are super cool. Really add something different. Like even if I don't have my nails in because I like getting my nails in, I could just put on some rings and it will just look really nice. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good good night, I guess. Uh, welcome to Fanatics, the podcast where we talk about everything you love and we love. Uh, I am Claire Kramer, of course, and I am here with my fantastically funny and famously beautiful co-host, David Magadoff. Hi, David. God bless you, Claire Kramer. Claire, I want to watch the Truman Show now. You do? <laughs> well, after the good morning, good afternoon, good night. I love that movie. You, all I you, know. Now I'm just, now I'm just, I was all excited to talk about, hey, it's our first show of the new year. This is so exciting. I know whenever you guys are listening to it, great. But for us, this is January 3rd, 2022. And it's the first time we're doing Fanatics in the year 2022. And it's vastly different from how we've been doing it last year. No, it's not. We're just kidding. But now I just want to watch the Truman Show. The Truman Show is such a good movie, as is Good Morning Vietnam, another inspiration for mm-hmm. my cold open of today's <laughs> podcast episode with one of my favorite comedians ever, Robin Williams. Um, I thought you were going to say Forrest Whitaker, but sure, yeah. Well, you know, he's kind of funny, too. Uh, I, I almost, I, I entertained the name Forrest for one of my kids. I really did. I liked it. It's a good it. name. I liked it. It, it went, you went with, with the... it, though. Sky, River, Heart. Forest is for the child that's like, oh, we didn't expect this one. Well, that's a river also. Let me tell you. <laughs> 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 but alas, I did not have a fifth child to name Forest. So maybe someday a dog. 2022. Have you seen the meme, David, where it's with the moment you realize 2022 is said 2022. T-O-O. Oh, people are kind of freaking out about that. But I'm like, you know what? Positive thoughts, positive results. It's all about positivity. I like the number 22. You know, when you play bingo, 22 is two ducks. They call out two ducks, two sitting ducks. Um, So I'm I'm all in on this year. And we've got a great first guest for this episode. Absolutely. Speaking of positivity, she's got a beautiful smile and she's a wonderful little human being. It's Faith Herman. You know her as Annie Pearson. In This Is Us, you also have seen her in Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Watchmen, Criminal, Criminal Minds. Minds. No slouch, this little actress she is. She's 14, but she's uh, amazing and fantastic, and she loves jewelry. Jewelry is the thing of the day. I can't wait to talk to her about jewelry. I'm I'm excited to find out if she loves making her own jewelry, if she loves high-end jewelry like does she love the little robin blue boxes from tiffany's what is it i know we don't know yet because we haven't spoken to her but what we do know about her is that i'm gonna say we all because i think we as collective america all watched at least the pilot of this is us and it's 
not only this incredible, the show broke me, David. <laughs> captivating. What did you say? <laughs> the show broke me. It yeah. broke me. <laughs> I mean, it's the most beautiful, like you were saying, captivating, yes. realistic. Yes. Like the way they jump the timelines and kind of weave everything together. Yes. <sighs> the episode with, uh, you know, where the one character, the one thing happens in the hospital when Mandy Moore is at the vending machine. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but he dies. Um, it broke me. And I, I just, I can't do it anymore. My life is too tragic <laughs> on its own. I want to watch comedy. But in all seriousness, this it's is a Claire. fantastic show. <laughs> uh, and she's so great on it, though. And every everyone is. is great on it. It's there's no such thing as a person on that show who isn't great on it. They they all make each be- each other better. The actors make actors better. Writing makes good actors. I truly feel like it's the type of cast where no one is going to be betrothed to the character they played on that show. It will only enhance their careers. You know how sometimes there's the shows. A good example is Friends, where really it's hard to like not look at the characters as Chandler and Monica and Rachel and Ross and whatever. This show is just a bunch of good actors making good quality content and they're going to go on to have other great, you know, roles in different shows. And I just think it's it's just a wonderful show. It is. Not only is Faith in This Is Us, but she's in Shazam and Watchmen and the new Shazam coming out. And she's so good in these uh, projects. It's not, that, it's not that she's just like, oh, cool. Let's go. You know, I'm sure... She's just like awestruck. I, I don't think that. I think she feels like she's as a child actress. And I know you did much more of that. I did none of that, Claire. But you did some of that, Claire. How does it feel being a child actress? You know, not acting? to go too deep of a child uh, acting. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Um, do you feel like an adult, or do you feel like a kid and walking around with adults? You definitely, if you are doing something serious, you need to have the mentality of an adult. You know, at the time, you don't think that way, but there's a certain maturity and a certain way it's work, you know, filming is hard work. And so you must be able to do that work, even though mentally you're not as developed as the people who are playing your parents or the adults in the film. So it's, it's definitely tough, you know, but I think that there's a beauty to great child actors because they don't have social conditioning yet. So the performances are just kind of like coming out of them. These mm. amazing performances. If you think of like Haley Joel Osmond or like Dakota Fanning when they were young or Natalie Portman in The Professional. These are like Mar- Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. These are like performances that are so profound that when you're 30 or 40, it's hard to get that same sort of like, you know, release that social conditioning, I guess. That's what makes Meryl Streep so great is she, did, you know, she's able to do it at any age. <laughs> Some she of is. Us, you know, peak when we're younger, older, Meryl, all the time. All the time. Anyway, she's a great actress. Uh, all right, guys, let's take a leap of faith. Enjoy. Faith, what does it feel like when you get a new piece of jewelry? And you get to wear it for the first time. Oh, I mean, it's so exciting getting to pick out jewelry. There's so many different kinds and I like love gold and silver. So like, I'll have like a simple outfit probably on and it will like make the whole outfit different. And it could have just like any piece of like um, look in it that I really like. And it's just unique in its own way. And you could just style it however you want. Do you start with an outfit or do you start with a piece of jewelry or is it something completely different? I start with an outfit. I started with this shirt and then I was like, hmm, what should I wear? So this is like gold 
and I like wearing gold a lot because it mainly goes with any outfit like brown or tan or white or anything or black. Gold is my favorite too. Okay, so before we go too far, you're fanatical about jewelry and I just want you to tell our listening audience is it earrings, bracelets, necklaces, everything? What is what is your love of jewelry encompass for you? I try to bring it into necklaces, but I really like earrings and rings. Like I just got my second ear piercing in December, on December 3rd. And that was really exciting because I got my first one when I was little. So I just love getting to wear like a nice stud and a hoop. And then um, rings are just so much fun. There's like all different kinds of rings and stuff. And I'll have like a flower one or a heart one or like um, a mood ring is nice. Okay. Do you think the mood rings actually really work? What is your take on that? Because I'm torn. Sometimes I'm like, oh, they don't really do anything. And other times I'm like, oh my gosh, it's telling me I'm, you know, anxious and I really am anxious or it's telling me I'm happy. This is, this is hard hitting. This is yes. good, Claire. I, right, I need babe. to dig this into a, the mood a ring one. a little bit. I feel like it does. I got a necklace from Pure Vita Mood one and it was like a nice silver one. And I felt like it told my emotions. Like I was like, wow, it's actually true. Like before I was like, I don't know if I really believe it, but it just kept happening and I wore it more often and it was true to me. Uh, yeah, I love that. So Faith, <laughs> you said you got your first piercing in your ear when you were little. You're not not little at the moment. So how little were you when you got your first piercing? I was a baby. So like, probably a couple of years old, like a year or something, not too little, but it's kind of hard to remember because I don't remember the exact age, but I was like probably a, two months old or something. Not a year, two months, probably. So this was your first piercing with your choice because obviously that was mom's choice or dad's choice first off. This was you finally getting to make that decision. That's cool. Yeah, so it was exciting. I was like, when I turned 12, or 13, I want to get a second one. But it never happened because, like, going to work, you have to take off all your jewelry and everything. So it wouldn't work out. So finally, I had a nice break in December, and I was able to keep it on for a couple of weeks. And I'm really happy about it. I know what you are talking about there because you got to time those piercings. Like I always dealt with the swim team and wearing a cap and also dance. And so you'd have to take it out. And I'm like, no, I can't get another piercing. At the most, you're most jeweled up. How many pieces of jewelry do you think you wore at one time? Do you do you know the most you've ever had on at, at one time? Well, I usually like doing like three rings on each hand. And then like, I'm still like exploring the jewelry and trying to find like new ones and stuff. But I like layering them with like, mm -hmm. probably like I got a simple like tiny pearl one with like a gold chain necklace and probably like two bracelets. So I haven't got there like too many, just like mainly simple amount. Hey you, it's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers, the super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is- JJ, JJ, well, JJ, why are you, yeah. why are you whispering? Well, it, there's, there's a pst 
in the in the in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span. Our mystery. We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we, we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a Matthew Wondery fan, then you're I'm gonna stone, yeah. just you come and listen Tyson. to it. We're yeah. on Wondery right now, and you can listen to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym, or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today. If your mom lets you, how many piercings will you end up with? In her ears, David? Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no. My wife has a nose ring. Is it ears? Uh, there's lots of places. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'd be pretty scared. So I'd probably go like one more. Like only three is my limit because everything else on the ear, like the cartilage and stuff, is too scary for me. I have three on one side and two on the other. I don't know why I have only two on the other. I don't remember like piercing one ear an additional time, but it's worked out for me. You know, I like it. So I recommend that. I agree with you. I'm not, a, I haven't pierced my cartilage. Yeah. It can be a little crazy. Jewelry, it sounds like brings you a lot of joy. And it also sounds like you had mentioned that you've, you've made jewelry with your family before, right? Yeah. And so what is that like? Is that like a bonding moment where you get with your family and you guys create something really special? Well, like I usually create bracelets with my cousin. Like we were just like talking about it on FaceTime one time and we always just like see videos. So we wanted to try it and she got like a jewelry making kit like for bracelets and necklaces and rings for um, Christmas. And we just started making them and adding different beads. And I made like a gray one with like, gold hoops on it and it's really nice so I think it's a really nice bond because me and my cousin are super close together like probably a year and like four months so um, it's a nice thing to do together this might sound like a weird question but can wearing jewelry change your mood like we talked about the mood jewelry but that's not what I mean like if you're feeling (laughs) down can you put on a bracelet you made with your cousin and feel better or is there a certain pair of earrings or necklace that you know you're going to you know feel really confident and good when you wear them I mean yeah there's times where like I'm in a rush to go somewhere and I'm like oh man I forgot jewelry and it does change my mood and it makes me feel way better and like like I said like even like wearing like something simple I could just like throw on a nice piece of jewelry and it will add so much for me um yeah do you remember the first time Faith where you were like, 
oh, I like jewelry. Was it you wore something? What did you see mom wearing something? Did you see a friend or a movie star? What what was that moment? Do you kind of remember that that origin point? Well, like for, for my love for jewelry was probably when I was in first grade and I got a Pandora bracelet and I just added all these charms every time. Like when I went to Canada, I got a charm for Canada. I got one for ballet when I did ballet and stuff like that. So even when I travel and just things I like, I would add to my charm bracelet. So it's a nice thing that I have in my jewelry box and have my name on it so I can keep all my jewelry in there. So I think that's where it started and just like collecting from there. And then I started to like wear like necklaces and more bracelets. All good things start in Canada. I get it. It's great. (laughs) I have a philosophy, you know, for me, having jewelry on makes me feel confident, you know, and it's, it's, it's also the same with an outfit. You could say like, if I, if I feel, if I need to feel a certain way, I'll wear a certain style of clothes. But I feel like that you really hit it on the head. Jewelry can give you that confidence when you go out and it's almost like, you know, protecting yourself a little bit. And and it's interesting. I was just thinking, well, that makes sense because it's almost like armor. It's metal. It's kind of like your own little armor. What is the most significant piece of jewelry that you own right now? Um, my grandma has an old piece of jewelry um, that she's kept because she also really loves jewelry and I love the jewelry that she wears. So she gave me a piece of jewelry and I believe it was um, a necklace. And I think that's really nice. It has a great memory behind it. So I have that. And then um, I don't know. It's really hard to pick because I have so many like favorite ones that I love. Yeah. With grandma, do you know why this is important to grandma or is it just I? you have no idea? It's just grandma's and you and your grandma have a connection. So that's why it's important. I think it's just because it's my grandma's. I don't know. She's always just worn jewelry and she just always we like talk about it sometimes. And she's like, oh, I want to give you this jewelry. So she gave me like um, a cute little box of jewelry for my birthday. So I always have those and I want to cherish those and have those for a long time. So I think that's a nice thing about having jewelry too. I love that. It is It is something that's like because it's so strong and at least the metal jewelry, not necessarily the um, – if you make a bracelet out of, you know, the string or fabric, but the metal jewelry, it is meant to last a lifetime or more than a lifetime. If someday you decide to get married, have you thought at all about what your wedding ring would look like? Because that's a piece of jewelry you never, you're not supposed to take off at least when you're married. Have you thought about that? For the listener at home, Claire asked a question to a 14-year-old girl that and she and she, her eyes bulged out of her head at the idea of marriage. But it's a fun question. Well, and, it's more about <laughs> the jewelry of marriage. We're, we're gonna forget about, you know, who you marry or if you, you know, it's more like that piece that you're supposed to wear. You know, it's so symbolic the the ring and and what it means. I'm just curious if you thought about that at all. I haven't really thought about that. I don't know. I probably want like maybe um a round like jewelry or something sewn on my ring I don't know I've never really thought about that but that's a good question because rings I do love wearing rings and if it's going to be on my hand for a long time I want a good one that I'll always like I like that you said you wore three rings on each hand you know I recently read and I like to wear rings too I have a I have like five on at the moment um actually one two three I have seven on (laughs) 
because I like to stack them. But I read that you're not supposed to wear rings on your thumbs because that's where like the energy you're you're outputting an incoming energy. So you're not supposed to put any um, restrictions on your thumbs. Just a little tip from me that I read probably somewhere on TikTok or Instagram. So I don't know if it's true or not. Could you see yourself? You know, obviously, as an artist, you express yourself creatively through, you know, your acting and and possibly other, you know, I don't know, you mentioned dance, if you still dance. Could you ever see yourself expressing yourself through creating a jewelry line? I think that'd be nice. It could probably have my story behind loving jewelry and starting with that. Um, because I don't know, maybe some people might not wear jewelry and like I could kind of like give them away and have like nice meanings to the bracelets. Like, I don't know, call bracelets like confident, or, like the way it makes me feel because mm-hmm. I really like jewelry and it makes me happy every time I wear it. Faith, I don't wear jewelry other than my wedding ring. Surprise. But if I were to come to you and say, hey, what do you think I should start with as an adult man? Uh, and men wear jewelry, would you say a nice ring or a certain type of necklace? What would you what would you say is a good a good starting place for me, Faith? I think some cool rings. Like mm-hmm. some cool rings. Rings are super cool. It really adds something different. Like even if I don't have my nails done because I like getting my nails done, I could just put on some rings and it will just look really nice. So a couple of some rings would be nice. Nice. Even back okay. to like thinking about like if I wanted my own jewelry line, even when I have a piece of jewelry, I'll be like, I wish it was a bit like this, or I kind of want it like this color, or so it could last a long time. Um, something like that um, to customize it of how I would like it would be nice. Does Annie, your character, have a particular piece of jewelry that she wears? Well, in the beginning of the season, she would always wear like unicorn jewelry and like fun jewelry with pom poms and stuff and like bracelets. Um, but she has these nice butterfly gold earrings that I really like. And I was like, oh, I really want those earrings. Well, those are really nice <laughs> earrings. Um, but I love all her jewelry that she wears. I love that. The prop master on set's like, um, I don't see the the earrings around. Have you, Faith, have you seen these earrings? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does a watch count as jewelry? Mm. I feel like it does. I don't know. It's a bit of a bracelet with time on your wrist. So I'd say it counts as jewelry. Okay. I think so. Yeah. That's a good question, Claire. That's one for the ages. Uh, Faith, are there people in your life that you will ask for their opinions on jewelry? Or are you very confident inside yourself and you know what you like and what you don't? Well, sometimes I could be indecisive. So I'm like, I'll ask my cousin, like, what jewelry should I wear? Or my sister, because she's right next to me. Be like, someone, should I wear gold or silver? Or should I wear a ring? Or should I wear a bracelet? So, but most of the time, I could choose on my own, and I just depend off of my outfit. But really, anything goes with anything, and whatever you like and what you feel comfortable with. How do you organize your jewelry collection? Mm -hmm. Is it done by gold, silver, Tell me about when I come into Faith's room, how would I see her jewelry displayed? So you would see my jewelry box. I have a little like cabinet kind of in it. And then there's like a compartment on the top that you lift up and there's a mirror. So that's just like necklaces and like extra jewelry. But I'll have like in the cabinet area, I hanged up like silver on this side and gold on this side. And then I have the little drawer where it's all sectioned off. And I have like my gold earrings and my silver earrings and then all my rings are like 
in the same area, but like they're listed from gold, no silver to gold. Mm, that's a good, yeah, that's good. I like that. How big is this collection, Faith? What is the Faith Herman jewelry collection? How big is it? It's like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot. I could choose from a lot of different ones. Um, most of the time I'll stick to one, but I could choose from a lot of different ones. I have a pretty good collection. I'm happy with it. How many rings do you think you got? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I have a couple of like stacking rings. So I feel like I have like maybe about 20, 30. I don't know. Ooh, that's good. I want to come. I want to come look at them. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Here's something that I do when I wear a piece of jewelry for like a really long time. And then it's not like I it's not that I would get tired of it, but it's time to switch it out. You know what I mean? But I never get rid of those pieces because I like to look back and remember, oh, this was at this time in my life or this was what was going on when I was wearing that. Do you do the same or when you're done with a piece of jewelry, do you um, pass it along? Um, I usually keep them like at the beginning of 2021. Um, I had two pieces of silver necklaces. I had the mood one and then I had a butterfly one that I would always wear every single day. So that's one that I would definitely love to come back to. Um, so that, that was one that I always wore in the beginning. You ever give anyone a, a gift of jewelry? Like, you know, I thought of you and I got this little something and there's a little rhinestone on it or a sapphire or other gems that I'm coming up with off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, for Christmas, I got my cousin a Hogwarts ring and necklace. So that was super fun. It's cool that they do that jewelry and it was really nice. I liked it, too. Do you have a favorite favorite piece? You mentioned like the most meaningful probably from your grandmother, but do you have like a current favorite piece? My favorite. Uh Your desert island piece of jewelry, like everything else just was lost, poof, gone. But this one piece you get to keep for the rest of your life. No pressure. Okay. So from picking from rings, I have this silver ring that has a yellow smiley face and it's super simple, but I really like the ring and it's super nice and just has a nice smile to it. Um, I always love smiling. And then this letter F necklace, I don't know, just the beginning of my name. And I really like this necklace and it's nice and simple. Where do you go when you want to find a new piece? Do you like to shop online? Do you like to go to a particular store? If you have a little extra in the budget and you want to find a new piece of jewelry, where are you going to go? I definitely like shopping in person for jewelry because it could be hard. Like the first time I shopped on Pure Vita before, I got a ring and it was a five and it was way too small. So only like fits um, my pinky. But um, I like going to Pandora and I've been trying to find like new places to shop at. So um, but those are like the places that I most likely would go to. You like holding it in your hand or is it okay to see it online? It's okay to see it online. Yeah, but I do prefer holding it in my hand. Yeah. Oh, I always love asking this, you know, why do you think jewelry? Like, ultimately, I know, you know, you first started when you started and and a great story, uh, you know, in Canada. But why do you think this thing gives you such joy? Why is this something that you love collecting? Do you think it just hits you somewhere in your heart or the way it looks, the way it makes you feel? Why do you think? I think it's the way it looks because jewelry comes in so many different like 
colors, shapes, sizes, and different designs. So it's just something that I always liked adding. Um, it's hard for me to find outfits and stuff. So when I do find it and add jewelry to it, it's um, a happy thing to do. And I really enjoy like buying and going out and looking at jewelry and getting gifts from other people. Yeah, I think that's why. Do you enjoy sharing? Will you share your jewelry? If, for example, your sister gets in a cute outfit, are you like, I have the perfect necklace or I have a great ring that would go with that? Um, for my cousin, well, when my, my sister has hers, but I will definitely share with her. I don't mind. With my cousin, like she doesn't really wear that much. I was like, you should wear them because your ears are pierced. And so for Christmas, she got jewelry, so she started wearing them. But um, I definitely would share with her. And I'm like, oh, I love your outfit. Do you want to wear this piece of jewelry? That would go great with it or just to add to it. Um, I love that. Sharing is caring. That's what they say, right? <laughs> sharing is caring, Claire. Uh, Faith, this has been lovely. Thank you for sharing with us your love of jewelry. I'm now a little tempted to look at rings. I got to be honest. Uh, what, if you can give us, please, what would be the love letter you can give to jewelry? Dear Jory, thank you for um, being there to go with my outfits and accessor accessorizing. And you've been so good to me. And I can't wait to add to my collection. Love, Faith. Sincerely, Faith. Yes, love, Faith. <laughs> I love it. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. If you don't know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued, what was in Al Capone's vault, or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay. I am here for you. I'm Darcy Carden, and I'm inviting you to listen to my new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with me and my funny friends as we bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to my podcast, you've learned that that's the sciencey term for eardrum. We embark on a hyperlink roller coaster as we start out on a Wikipedia page and go from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until we collectively shout, How the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Were you just imagining she was one of your children the whole time, Claire? I mean, she's a lot <laughs> sweeter than my kids. <laughs> Let me tell you, what a, what a nice young woman. So well-spoken and so likable like i want to i want to have her over to my house and have a jewelry party with her 
she knows her stuff. This is not casual for her. She's really into it. I feel like we just spoke to her today that she's got 30 rings. Cut to like a year from now. I'm not going to be surprised if she has 75 or 80. <laughs> I feel like I know, this I, is her, her path. I, wa- I want to see, because I feel like there's so much in, in how the organization happens in the home, you know, in the collection, that as her collection expands, I'm curious if her way of organizing it is going to expand as well. You know, I mean, Mike, I, I have different jewelry boxes for different types of jewelry. You know I was what I mean? ask, what is the Claire Kramer uh, organization of jewelry? Well, when it's not just throw it on the dresser, <laughs> when, you know, I have a section, a box that's specifically like old jewelry that was my grandmother's, my other grandmother's, my great aunt's, uh, stuff that I really value that I'm not going to wear every day, but is definitely valuable and valuable to me. Then I have another area or box or, you know, tray that's sort of like, this is the stuff I wear every day. It's on and if, if I have to take it off, because I, I sleep with my jewelry on a lot of it, a lot of times, unless it's like a longer necklace or really don't really sleep with bracelets too much unless they're malleable, you know? But I sleep with my earrings and I sleep with my rings on. So the tray holds whatever I'm not sleeping with. And then I have, you know, another section that's like jewelry that's for special occasion, you know, too dressy for casual wear, you know. (laughs) So there's definitely a system in place. Where do you think this system that people who have jewelry, where do you think this comes from? Do you see it your mom do it one way or do you just go, this is how I want it to be and this is how I lay it out and it makes me happy seeing it all laid out this exact way? I think it's the the second, you know, you develop a system just like with your closet, you know, or your drawers. Yeah. You develop a system that works for you. You may have, you may take something from, you know, this, the Martha Stewart magazine, maybe something is from what your mom does, but ultimately it's your own, you know, interpretation of what makes sense, the flow of your belongings. And jewelry is very personal. It's like, you know, it's kind of like underwear, you know, <laughs> it's it's molded to your body. It's it's an expression of who you are. I really believe that. And in a way, it is like a little coat of armor out there in the world. I can guarantee you have much nicer underwear than I do. I I don't, unfortunately, look at my underwear with a sense of personality. But maybe I should. Maybe this is the turning point. Maybe I I need to go upgrade my underwear collection. I don't know. My poor wife has just been seeing my, my bland underwear. But they're colorful. I have different colors. Well, once a year, I like to throw out all socks and and mm. undergarments, and I'm including a bra- brassiers in that, that are just not, they're just not fresh anymore. Just throw it all out, get rid of it, and go and buy yourself like a couple bags of socks <laughs> and, you know, 12 or 15 pairs, new pairs of underwear, and you feel great when you do that. You know, it's like spring cleaning in January. <laughs> This is good advice, Claire. This is solid advice. Uh, in addition to this solid advice, other good advice is to listen to every episode we've ever done of Fanatics. They're right. all there for you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's wonderful episode with the loveliest Faith Herman and uh, all of her good jewelry love and tips. Uh, please like and subscribe and follow. If you're really enjoying this podcast, why not give it five stars? We appreciate it. It's we wonderful. certainly do. Uh, on the Spotify, on the Apple. If there's another place you listen to podcasts, God bless you. 
give it five stars on that and draw it if you if there's no place to do it. We'll appreciate it in our hearts. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Thanks so much. Bye. And before you guys go, coming up next week, we have Megan Ori. You know her from Once Upon a Time. She, of course, played Little Red Riding Hood, South Beach, True Justice, Intelligence, and Chesapeake Shores. And she's coming on Fanatics to talk about her love of Harry Potter, the books, the movies. And can you believe it? She's never sorted herself. So we are going to do that next week live. See you guys then. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Let's talk about what you're gonna wear. No, not your clothes and not your hair. We're talking about all those pretty things there. Have a little faith in jewelry. 